My name is Vishwapani. I'm a member of the Western Buddhist Order and this place is Majjhimaloka, which is a headquarters for the Friends of the Western Buddhist Order. I've been a member of the Western Buddhist Order for about nine years and I've been practicing Buddhism with the FWBO for about 20. I became Buddhist when I was a teenager. I practiced Buddhism through my time at school um, and then at university as well. After university, I really needed to make a decision. Would I practice full-time within the FWBO and live and work within the FWBO, or would I have a career of some description? Um, I decided to commit myself to practicing within the FWBO. Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma samputasa Namo well, the FWBO was founded in 1967 by an Englishman named Sangharakshita. Sangharakshita had spent 20 years in India, and for much of that time he was a Buddhist monk, ordained into the Theravada tradition. But he had a very ecumenical approach. He wanted to uh, learn from the Buddhist tradition as a whole. So when he came back to the West, and he encountered the situation of Westerners wanting to practice Buddhism, interested in understanding how to do that, he formed a new movement. Rather than transplanting one of the Eastern traditions, he decided to, to base his teaching on what he considered to be the principles that underlie the Buddhist teaching and the Buddhist tradition as a whole. Meditation is central to that. In a sense, it's the cutting edge. And we do, um, there's a system of meditation that starts off with simple practices drawn from the Theravadan tradition. The mindfulness of breathing, which is focusing on the breath, and development of loving-kindness. So those two meditation practices everyone does. We see ordination as a spiritual commitment. It's saying, um, practicing the Dharma, or the teachings of, the Buddha, of Buddhism, and committing myself to Buddhism, that's really what I want to do in my life. So it's quite a strong commitment, and it takes people quite a number of years, usually, to be ready to make that commitment. Um, and that's the point at which they're ordained, and, and then uh, you, know, you get to wear one of these things, and you get a Sanskrit name. My name is Vishva Pani. Uh, Pani means holding in the hand. Vishva means everything, or universe. So Vishvapani means the holder of the universe. The Majjhimaloka is a community for men. The ten people living here are all men, and there's another community connected with it that's for women. And the, the reason for having single-sex communities in most FWBO activities beyond uh, the, the time of people have been coming along for a couple of years tend to be on a single-sex basis. And that's really because we just find it a more straightforward, less distracting, um, more satisfying way to live. The Buddha in the shrine room at Majjhimaloka is a Western Buddha. It's a figure called Amitabha, who's the Buddha of the West and also the Buddha of meditation. And if you look at the face, you'll see it has Western features rather than Chinese features or something like that. It's uh, also that the style is owes something at least to uh, Western sculpture. The muscles of the body are, are more like a Greek, a Greek sculpture or the, the Western tradition of classical sculpture than you'd see in an Eastern figure. 
The same with the robes and the drapery. I sometimes meditate in my room. I have this beautiful uh, image uh, in my room. Uh, I meditate in my room if I miss the morning sit, or sometimes late at night I might meditate or do a little bit of chanting. Five or ten minutes down the road is the Birmingham Buddhist Centre. Um, I go there principally when I lead a study group on a, on a Wednesday evening, which is what I'll be doing tonight. One of life's uh, ironies that uh, the Birmingham Buddhist Centre now occupies a former synagogue, and you can still see the Star of David's set into the wall. So these are this this is this from Tibetan tradition. This evening at the centre is a men's study night. So there are several the several study groups that all meet together on the same night and then we, we meditate together and then we split up, we go our separate ways. It's another night when women's study groups meet together. I'm, I'm quite a meditator, but I'm not a great study person, so it's just a good opportunity to, to learn from him. This is the Birmingham Buddhist Centre bookshop. And as you see, there are many, many books here. Uh, some of them are Winter's Publications titles. These ones are. And many of those are by Sangharakshita. But not all. There are many other authors that Wintour's also publish. Um, and there are many other uh, books by other, other publishers about different kinds of Buddhism. So these are books about Tibetan Buddhism. This rack here, we're not Tibetan Buddhists, but it's valuable to have them because uh, we draw on the whole Buddhist tradition and you know, Tibetan Buddhism is a very important part of that tradition. We wouldn't have every book that's on the market. We wouldn't have books that are very misleading or uh, are mystifying or, or um, obfuscating about Buddhism. Well, Wintour's publications started as, uh, as Sangharakshita's publisher, and it's published many of his books, his 42 books. Hello. What's up? How are you? I live just 10 minutes away from here in a, what's called a community. Uh, there are five of us there, five women living together and uh, we've been doing that for just over two years. I used to work for uh, Amnesty International. I had a great job, actually, um, working on the positive side, if you like, building human rights activism. And with my growing interest in Buddhism, it was difficult to, um, to find the right amount of time for both of them. So when I decided that I needed to have a change, I started looking around for other work. And I was very fortunate in that they were looking for somebody here. Working here has got uh, many things in common with working anywhere else. You come in and you turn on your computer and you look for your email and you open your post. It's different working here as well though because we're again all practicing Buddhists. Um, so there's an extra focus on trying to communicate with each other uh, on ethics. We also incorporate sort of ritual elements to our work. So we start the morning by chanting the refuges and precepts. And at the end of the day, we do something called the transference of merit, which must admit sounds very grand. Um, the idea is any merit you've accumulated, you give up uh, to the world. But I think it's just uh, coming back to that basic principle of altruism, of doing things for others. Um. My personality throughout my existences, my possessions, and my merit in all three ways. I give up without regard to myself.
for the benefit of all beings, so may I become that which maintains all beings, situated throughout space, so long as all have not attained to peace. I keep in the centre after meditating and find the, the peace and tranquility of meditation uh, opened up parts of the brain I never knew existed. So I started making inquiries about this. I went to the Central Library in Birmingham and I looked up the various religions and uh, I think Buddhism spoke to me. Um, originally my name was Michael, um, my family name Howes, and I changed, well my, my teacher Sangharachita gave me a new name when he ordained me in 1983. Uh, he gave me the name Satchapana. And it's, um, it's actually rather a lovely name when you get used to it. Satcha means truth and Pala means guardian or protector. And I don't say I do guard or protect the truth, but it's quite something to sort of aim for. And so it's actually, I think probably most English names have meanings as well, but you know, we're quite aware of the meanings of our names. able to think clearly and to think critically, uh, including thinking critically about Sangharachita's teachings and the FWBO's teachings and Buddhism's teachings. Mm -hmm.